0: Is in the know for Thursday, June 30, the 181st day of 2022. There are 184 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com via the Athlon Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines. From around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We had a uh, homicide overnight here locally. We'll tell you about that. Also, an Litchfield native could be in line for a federal judgeship. And we will have today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on the End. The No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. The fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You got a couple of days to figure it out, but do you have big plans for the Fourth of July? Do you know what? Uh, no what clue. you plan to do with the day? Um, a most common activity for Independence Day: chilling at home.
1: I'm down with that. Is that
0: the most likely I'm thing? Going like to pick
1: up new books.
0: No. Yeah, going to the library Mm -hmm. to get new books. Okay, so that would be part of chilling at home. Mm -hmm. Going to a barbecue would be second. Going to a parade would be third. Getting away on a trip to the beach. Lake or mountains would be... Uh, third fourth fifth something in that range so it sounds like chilling at home may be the least expensive uh, thing to do (laughs) this independence day so have to keep that in mind he is a five-time winner of the coveted ohio news hawk award he's a two-time silver sound nominee covering every corner of the globe london budapest rio tokyo and millwood he's sam gormley and the sparks morning sam Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. We're uh, we're heading into a weird holiday weekend. I guess technically a three day weekend that many people will try to fashion into a four day weekend. I'm going to go ahead and tell you: don't check your mail on Monday.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't planning on it. You weren't uh, planning on making a trip gar- to the mailbox. I mean it's a long it's a long trip for me, but uh, you know the, <laughs> the the garbage is what's going to throw me off. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. some Monday garbage. So I
0: know that so that's gonna we. be kind of. I've had a really hard time knowing what day of the week it is this week, just because schedules have been moved around and things that typically happen on certain days didn't happen, and then things it's happen on days that it doesn't, and so it's just been yesterday. I was what 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 day is it? I can't even tell what what day it is. So, but today is Thursday, is it not?
1: It is. It's and, last time I checked it was. And
0: today is the final day of the month of uh, the final day of the month of June twenty twenty two, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Just making sure that we were all <laughs> all in agreement on that. Weather wise for today, we're gonna be watching the return of heat, humidity, and the return of rain chances. Rain chances have been scant. The last uh, several weeks, really, have been extremely hit and miss. But we'll see scattered thunderstorms tomorrow. Cold front increases chances for the weekend. We'll see a cold front stall out across the region this weekend, keeping around rounds of rain in the forecast. The holiday weekend doesn't uh, look to be a complete washout, but uh, there is near a 50-50 chance of rain throughout uh, both days of the the weekend until you get to Monday when there's a 3-in-10 chance. But mostly sunny, 91. Our high today. Partly cloudy, 74 tonight, and 93 is the high. I think it'd be more like 91, maybe 90 tomorrow. Mostly sunny and some scattered thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Boy, we just need some rain. If we can get, you know, we can get a good rain shower that lasts a while to uh, provide some moisture into the into the landscape. It's just extremely extremely dry. The grass looks like August already. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, the way that it's uh, the way that it's changing colors. A couple of national headlines to pass along. Before we uh, get to get local with you, I uh, know a lot of people have already been reporting that the last remaining World War II Medal of Honor recipient has uh, passed at age 98. Herschel Woody Williams, the last remaining Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, whose heroics under fire over several crucial hours of the, at the Battle of Iwo Jima, made him a legend in his native West Virginia. He passed yesterday, earned his ultimate reward, and he was 98 years of age. As a young Marine corporal, Williams went ahead of his unit in February, 1945 and eliminated a series of Japanese machine gun positions. Later that year at age 22, he received the medal of honor, which is the nation's highest award for military valor. It was presented to him. Listen to this. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, Great American who just passed yesterday had his Medal of Honor pinned on him by President Harry Truman. <laughs> wow! Right. So I mean, you think about all the when you start naming American presidents that you know, Late you have 40s. to go. Yeah, you have to go all the way back to President Harry Truman for this uh, this great American to receive his Medal of Honor at the young age of twenty two. I mean, think about the heroism that. He showcased that prior to being uh, age 22. Now, I did find an interesting footnote. I had not seen this covered in any of um, the other uh, publications that uh, he was involved with a Louisville-based nonprofit to raise money and establish more than 100 Gold Star Family Memorial Monuments in recognition of relatives who have lost service members across the United States. So got kind of a Kentucky tie in there. He, he is from West Virginia as a native, but then has ties to Kentucky through his work beyond his service. You know, he he served our nation, and then he continued to serve our nation throughout the rest of his life. Also seeing a national headline today about a new APNORC poll that says an overwhelming and growing majority of Americans say the U.S. is heading in the wrong direction, including nearly 8 in 10 Democrats. So if you look just at the Democrat voters, 8 in 10, according to this new poll that is finding deep pessimism about the economy plaguing uh, President, President Biden. 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track and 79% describe the economy as poor, you know, there are uh, bellwether issues that will will move people from one side to another, or will motivate them to turn out uh, on particular issues. The uh, recent action of the Supreme Court, obviously, will uh, drive some people to be active at the polling places come November. But it will be interesting. This, this midterm will be—it's the report card. It's the two-year report card of the Biden administration to kind of show what voters decide to the message they will send by via Congress to the Biden administration. So um, maybe hopefully the economy is better by the fall, but uh, we probably should not hold our breath in some new news out this morning, just in the last few minutes has uh, gone live. The state police are conducting a murder investigation here in Grayson County. Events began to unfold yesterday afternoon after 4 o'clock when the Grayson County Sheriff's Office and EMS responded to Decker School Road to what was then the report of a suicide. But at the home, they found 23 year old Lexus Wilson, deceased from a gunshot wound. Soon after Grayson County, uh, making that discovery, Grayson County Deputy Clay Boone and EMS personnel requested. The uh, presence of the coroner, Joe Brad Hudson, Then a statement from the uh, Grayson County Sheriff says, we obtained evidence that foul play may have been involved and then may not have been a suicide. State police were notified and KSP Detective James Gaither was then assisting with the investigation. The investigation led to the arrest of the victim's husband, a 29-year-old Orbe Wilson of Anetta. According to the arrest citation, he confessed to shooting his wife while she slept. He was charged with murder, tampering with physical evidence lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. So new details, um, learning of that story, but uh, kind of getting some more official details ready for release just in the last few minutes. So um, that's all, all we know at this hour. Uh, a Grayson County native is being mentioned in a report by the Louisville Courier-Journal that may have him in line for a federal judgeship in what appears to potentially be a compromise between the Biden administration and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's office. The nomination of Chad Meredith appears to be the result of a deal between the White House and the Minority Leader's office that um, would put Chad Meredith on the federal bench, but also in turn... So in this quid pro quo world, I think that the agreement, if you if you believe the report coming out of the Courier Journal, and probably ProPublica is also involved in that report because I know the CJ is um, part of their political uh, political reporting wing comes from comes from them. That. Basically, it's a if you if you green light this appointment when a seat becomes available, because as far as I know, there's not currently a judgeship available, but it puts Grayson County native Chad Meredith in line for one. And that is if the minority leader won't hold up some of the Biden nominees to the federal bench that they are trying to get seated. So it's just all part of the these things happen all the time. It just so today happens to involve a native Grayson County. And and that's why it's kind of making. Making news, he was uh, Chad was involved in the Bevin administration. He also played a key role in the Attorney General Daniel Cameron's office earlier in his term, and so I don't know how many federal judges have ever ever come from Grayson County if this happens. So
1: I did read this morning that there's a federal judge in Kentucky. The Courier reported new this morning that is set to it's not retire, but it's move into that whatever they call it for judges, like the next, I hate to call it the next phase of life or whatever. but Emeritus. It's something emeritus like that. Emeritus position. Uh, and that one comes available August 1. Yeah. The, or he, the judge has the option to move into that. So that's kind of if you're reading in between lines.
0: Right. Just because there's not one available, mm-hmm. not one open, doesn't mean there won't be in mm-hmm. 15, 30, 45, 60 days. And they always have, just like anybody, have a short list of, mm-hmm. of, of appointees. So we'll continue... To follow that. But uh you can read the Courier Journal's entire report at K105.com if you'd like, or at least the report from their initial story last night. On it's got quotes from John Yarmouth, it's got uh or yeah, quotes from John Yarmouth, a lack of a quote from Governor Bashir, it's got all the all the all the uh, players involved here in case you're interested. In further detail, a Litchfield man has been arrested after being accused of drunk driving on a moped and falling over in the middle of the street. Yesterday afternoon, just before 6 o'clock, the LPD and GCEMS responded to West Main at North Claggett to report of a moped accident. They found a witness at the scene who told police that the moped operator, 61-year-old Roger Burks, was traveling east on West Main and just fell over in the middle of the street. Burks was apparently intoxicated and slightly injured. He was transported by EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes, and then he was uh, uh, transported and lodged to the Grayson County Detention Center, where he's been charged with DUI. I saw a story today. Um... U.S. newspapers continuing to die at a rate of two each week. And the reason that this story kind of landed on my radar is because it talks about a a newspaper over in Adair County. It's called the Adair County Community Voice. But that's not really part of the story other than that's why it landed on my uh, Kentucky radar. But it says, despite a growing recognition of the problem, the United States continues to see newspapers die at a rate of two per week. The country had 6,377 newspapers at the end of May, which is down from 8,891, so almost 8,900, in 2005. The pandemic didn't quite cause the reckoning that some in the industry feared, but 360 newspapers have shut down since the end of 2019, all but 24 of them weeklies serving small communities like ours. So, you may hear that news and go, so... What's the big deal? I get my news from the Internet. Um, no, you don't. The Internet may be the delivery mechanism in which it reaches your eyes. But there are journalists in local newsrooms all over our nation that are gathering, assembling, and publishing information that gets to you just because you think you see it on your phone, or just because you think it comes to you via Facebook, there are people that are in local journalism outlets that are digging out this information and providing it to you. Similar to the Courier Journal story that you just did, I know that that's on a much larger scale.
1: Obviously, it's in a small town paper, but it's the same thing. So yeah, that's a, You would uh, ten years ago, you wouldn't have gotten that online. You would have had to open up your your I guess what is Thursday morning newspaper and read
0: it there. Yes, I mean you 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 definitely would. Now, what's the big deal? Well, news deserts are growing. So, you hear about food deserts. Imagine a news desert. Imagine a news desert. A news desert is where local governments know that there are not any watchdogs or people paying any attention to what they may do may or may not do, and that gives them more I won't call it freedom. But it gives them more opportunity to do things and think, well, nobody's going to notice if we do this. And so it's the accountability factor. So I would just tell you whether it's at, whether, whether it's us, whether it's a uh, local newspaper here locally, if you do not support local journalism, don't be surprised when you don't have local information to be able to rely upon to know what those around you are happening or – when there are homicides in your nearby neighborhood or, okay, so it's a troubling trend. I have all, I and by the way, to be clear, when you read your story, when you read our story on Facebook, mm-hmm. we get no compensation for that. Like, so, so the people involved in getting that information to your eyeballs are not compensated in the. In the process, so imagine you going to work and working for free. Imagine whatever your profession is. You go to work and you do all the tasks you do, and say, "Sorry, no, no money for you today." Can't do that. It doesn't work. That model, that model doesn't work. So, newspapers are just the tip of the spear in that regard. How you treat local information and your ability to rely upon it is in doubt in the coming days, and decades if big tech isn't held accountable. Kentucky has added a veteran running back to its roster. Former Sam Houston State standout and FCS All-American Ramon Jefferson has signed to play for the Wildcats. He rushed for 11,055 yards and 13 touchdowns for Sam Houston State last season. When I saw the news the last couple of days, I know it was discussed on KSR yesterday, Sam, so you probably know where I'm going. When they have tried to beef up their running back room Mm -hmm. this week, it says to me, Kentucky fans prepare for life without Chris Rodriguez. Is that what you read?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think that there are a lot of questions. I mean, you're going to not have Chris Rodriguez for at least the first couple of games, but I think this is also, I mean, running backs take a bruising. You never know. The last thing you want is, oh, I mean, think of, was it three years ago now in 2019? Was that the Lynn Bowden year? Yeah. Where Kentucky, every quarterback and possibly somebody that might have had a throwing arm got hurt. Mm-hmm. And so they they just had to put somebody back there. It's, it's, Who once
0: played quarterback in junior pro, Yeah, Lynn yeah, Bowden, yeah. You know? And I mean, it, it worked pretty <laughs> darn good if <laughs> we're saying so. so. Okay. But still, yeah.
1: I think you can never have too much of a good thing.
0: The U.K. Men's Basketball Conference opponents are announced for... Uh, the 2022-2023 season, the Cats will host Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Vandy. Pretty much, will go to all of those same places, and then they'll play all the other teams I didn't mention once. Yeah, so those are all kind of home and homes. We play, we host LSU. Don't have to go on the road uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. We don't Post have A&M. home and homes. Do we have home and home with Arkansas? You we do. Just, oh. You do.
1: Yeah, yeah. home and homes with Arkansas, Tennessee, Vandy, Georgia, and Florida. I think that's it.
0: A man was left stunned by a fellow passenger's very rude behavior during a flight, and people on social media agree. Traveler Paul was flying with Emirates when he spotted the rude woman who um, he tweeted the image with the caption, the person next to me on my flight. So she decides to kick up her boots and her legs and just relax them on the seat in front of her. How does she do that? Um, I don't know. Some type of yoga pose or something. This just gets worse. My my
1: back is (laughs) hurting just looking at this.
0: And they ask, well, how come the guy in front didn't ever complain? And he said, because he slept the entire flight. But this is just yet another example of people who think they're the center of the universe and they don't care anything happening around them or how it impacts others. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting worse as the days go by. So if you're a traveler, please exhibit better behavior than this. Would you want someone to do that to you? Oh, she and I would go, mmm. I would do a whole lot of the... I'd find myself needing to lean back a lot, or maybe uh, maybe that'd be the time where you know I decide
1: to you oh. know recline the seat back Give a little bit. Right. Right. Let's see how flexible mouth. you
0: really are. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. Today is social media day.
1: Does that mean we're not supposed to use it today?
0: There have been days I would like. I would like for all the journalists around the country to just say for like a week, none, none of our content goes to social media and just see what happens. Enjoy your cheesecake recipes. The mm-hmm. only thing you get on there, what people are how, having for dinner. How would the Facebook doctors and Facebook? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I also, it's asteroid day today. I was thinking about asteroid yesterday and I'll tell you why in just a few minutes. New month tomorrow. That's crazy. Which means, so the the first half of the year is over um, tonight.
1: See, it's, it's just crazy to sit and think that, you know, tomorrow's July, and then it's kind of when you sit and think about it that you go through this full month and then August picks up and you start hitting up Football and all of that starting again. It's mm-hmm. just kind of crazy that we're already to that point. It feels like it's still mm. basketball season.
0: Yep. The year's halfway complete. I know. Later today.
1: Chrissy's been counting down the days until August that's 19th for Grayson for County, Edmondson County. Sure. Oh, she's been.
0: Uh-huh. She's well, I know been. that
1: that's, if there was one game that she would care about, it would be that one.
0: <laughs> uh, July is cell phone courtesy month. Some of you need a, a primer in <laughs> that, knowing how to do that. The dog days of summer begin July third and continue through August eleventh. It's National Grilling Month, it's National Hot Dog Month, it's National Ice Cream Month, it's National Picnic Month. Week two of July is nude recreation week. <laughs> we don't have to participate in that, I'm just
1: I think all of these are elective Sam. I'm okay. just good.
0: Throwing, really. throwing but, it out but, there.
1: Uh, uh, recreation, like
0: I don't want anyone to be. Cla- I don't want anyone to claim they were uninformed.
1: The, there are so many recreational things you can do, and I'm imagining them people doing them nude.
0: It's a show about knowledge. I'm, I'm, I want people to. Have we the don't knowledge.
1: need to walk into to Bevel Bevel Park and see. I, I am. Yeah, I, I'm gone for the rest of the show. Right. Mm-hmm. There's uh-huh. so many.
0: <laughs> Tomorrow is. This one's going to be difficult because I'll circle back to it. Tomorrow is International Chicken Wing Day. Both of them or just the one each? Oh, no. (laughs) Good question. Let me circle back to that in just a few moments. Tomorrow is International Joke Day. So tell some jokes. Why'd the turtle cross the road? Tell some jokes while you're having chicken wings. Tomorrow, Sam's not today. Oh. Tomorrow's Joke Day.
1: Well, then I'll save the punchline for tomorrow.
0: Do that. Sunday is Disobedience Day. Sunday is also Eat Beans Day, which you would think Monday would be Solitude Day, but it's not. After Eating Beans Day, uh, Monday the fourth is Independence Day. It's also Sidewalk Egg Frying Day. I've never tried to fry an egg on a sidewalk.
1: I know I was at Kentucky Speedway a couple of years ago for a race, and the reporter did one on the on the asphalt. Oh yeah, just to show, just to show how hot yeah. it was, and it worked. <laughs>
0: Would you rather eat an egg off of asphalt or concrete? I think I'm going concrete off of a sidewalk.
1: Uh, I'm afraid
0: afraid asphalt would be too pebbly.
1: Can I just use my nonstick pan?
0: No. No, it's (laughs) called Sidewalk Egg Frying Day. Uh Do you have a sidewalk made out of your egg pan? Not yet. If so, then yes. Tuesday is National Bikini Day. Wednesday is National Fried Chicken Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Friday Next Friday is Body Painting Day. It's also Video Games Day. Next Saturday is National Sugar Cookie Day. There better be some sugar cookies at East Main Market. Did you have a question?
1: Shouldn't the body painting and the nude... Recreation, go hand in hand. Well, that's that part of fun.
0: it's part of Nude Recreation Week, and now, Body Painting so, Day falls within that. Okay. Is, oh, okay,
1: it was the week. Is oh. this week the first week of July, or is next week the first week of July? The whole week. Since is, next the, the week the is the first week. And by okay. the way, Nude Sam, because
0: apparently you are all charged up about participating, Nude Recreation Week is week two. Okay. So it's not the means, first week. It's week okay. two. So it's, so it's like
1: the 15th, yeah. I guess. Let's
0: yeah. not get your recreation ahead of your nudity there. On July 12th, it's Pecan Pie Day. July 13th, the Barbershop Music Appreciation Day. It's also French Fries Day that day. Now, July 14th is National Nude Day. Let's say, I can't bring myself to the entire week, but but I can can be in on a day, and that's the 14th of July. (laughs) July 17th is National Ice Cream Day. July 20th, oddly enough, is... It's it's Moon Day on July 20th. You would have thought that Moon Day would have been at the end of Nude Recreation Week <laughs> uh-huh. after everybody had been mooned. Uh-huh. But uh, I have a feeling it has to do something to do with a lunar landing on July 20th. July 22nd is Hammock Day. You want a hammock, don't you, ma'am? I do. Okay. Uh, July 24th is Cousins Day. July 25th is National Chili Dog Day. July 26th is all or nothing day.
1: It is is called a Coney. A chili
0: dog. Mm, I don't think so. Coney. It's called a chili dog. Uh, Coney. Take your houseplants for a walk day on the 27th. Take your pants for a walk day on the 27th. So just put your houseplants in pants, Uh in your pants, and then go for a walk. Put it in a wagon? That's what I'm thinking. I see her loading up her houseplants in her gorilla cart and just dragging them around but the neighborhood. She,
1: half of them she, wouldn't she did even one day fit in the gorilla cart. She brought that thing in here, I don't know, about 2 months ago and I had no idea what was coming in the building.
0: <laughs> Cuz I false. just out of my out of
1: my peripheral all of a sudden I hear like <laughs> Coming up the pathway, and I'm it's
0: thinking it's very convenient. What it's is, handy. What is happening? The gorilla cart is boss. It's even got a dumper on it. Yep. You pull the lever and just dump it right out oh, there. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see the dumper. Nash, I had to put that thing together. A National Milk Chocolate Day today uh, on the 28th, but on the 29th, in addition to it being my birthday, which is the most important thing, that's the banner headline that I don't want you to miss out on. But remember when I told you that tomorrow is International Chicken Wing Day? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My birthday, the 29th, is National Chicken Wing Day. There's so,
1: international and national? There's
0: international and there's national. So that seems a little bit confusing, but then that would be my question. Do we celebrate flats tomorrow and drums on my birthday or vice versa? Or well, how do we do that? You get
1: to pick. Which, which do you Kay. want to celebrate, flat or drums on your birthday? And he also has to prepare them.
0: <laughs> flats. I'll take flats. And then what
1: dipping sauce are you putting there? Cel- carrots and celery?
0: Blue, I, blue cheese. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna have celery, it must have blue cheese. Uh-huh. Yeah. You
1: gonna go with a the carrot then too, or just the celery?
0: I prefer just the celery.
1: Just the celery. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're doing it ranch, it's no longer but, it's no longer buffalo wings. Uh, yeah. Just not it, how it works.
1: I mean, celery. That's like the only time I'll ever eat it.
0: Huh. Blue cheese is gross. July 30th. Oh, blue, no. By the way, blue cheese isn't. is certainly is not the best. But that's the way it was intended originally on the buffalo wings was with the blue Ooh, cheese. I don't,
1: I don't know. I would argue, argue it is one of the best.
0: Go to Buffalo, New York, and you, uh-huh. you'll you be lucky to get out alive if you go spreading that nonsense.
1: What, that I like blue cheese?
0: No, that, that it's oh. got to be ranch. Like oh. blue blue Ooh. cheese is, that's the way it's intended. Uh, by the way, I, I don't have a lot of the celery and blue cheese. I just have the wings. <laughs> and July 30th is father-in-law day. So there you go. There's what you're celebrating in the month of Hulai. Hoon or Hulai. If you want to travel during the month of July, I have been made aware of the 50 landmarks around the country that you should see. Are you ready for the 50 landmarks? I don't know if we can do all 50. Alabama U.S. Space and Rocket Center. And it doesn't just count getting off I-65 and being at the Rocket at the rest area. It's uh-huh. actually, you got to go to the Rocket Center. Alaska is Glacier Bay National Park and Preserve. The Grand Canyon in Arizona. The Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas. Not hope. Not, not like Bill Clinton's boy, boyhood home. Big Sur in California. Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. Mystic Seaport in Connecticut. The... Her, uh, Rehoboth, Rehoboth? Rehoboth and Delaware Beaches in Delaware. You might run into Joe Biden there. Florida Keys, he might run into you on his bicycle. The Florida Keys in Florida. Does anyone not know that the Florida Keys were in Florida? The Savannah Historic District in Georgia. Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. The Craters of the Moon Monument in Idaho. Lincoln's Presidential Library in Illinois. Indianapolis Motor Speedway in Indiana. Like of everything in Indiana, mm-hmm. IMS, which is a great place. You just would think that's the thing. National Mississippi River in Iowa, the <laughs> the museum. Oh, gosh. That's, that's where the headlines Because, I are. mean,
1: I can stay in Kentucky and go down and see the uh, Mississippi River.
0: Not the museum. Dodge City in Kansas. In Kentucky, Cumberland Gap. Really, Cumberland Gap National Historic well, guess, Park is. I guess Mammoth Kentucky.
1: Cave is it a landmark?
0: No, Mammoth Cave is a national park.
1: Yeah, I guess it's too because a landmark has to be like a specific thing, doesn't it? Almost. Yeah, they're, but they're, I would like, like Churchill Downs would have been I, the.
0: Well, no, that would be like saying Indi- uh, in the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But
1: still, I mean the the Twin Spires, I, no.
0: Acadia National Park in Maine. By the way, if you need some national park information, I know a couple of people that I can introduce you to that can tell you all about it. Annapolis, Maryland. Minuteman National Historic Park in Massachusetts. The Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation in Michigan. I would like to go to that. Vicksburg in Mississippi. The Gateway Arch in Missouri. All of Missouri, the Gateway Arch. Museum of the Rockies in Montana. Scott's Bluff National Monument in Nebraska, Virginia City in Nevada, Mount Washington in New Hampshire. You don't care about New Jersey. You don't care about <clears> the <throat> Statue of Liberty is in New York. It, it is? It is.
1: I thought it was in Vegas.
0: And it's what's listed. Well, there's a smaller <laughs> version that's there. So those are some of the, uh, any of those stand out to you all as being the?
1: I mean, I've been to a couple. There's a, I don't know. I I can't say that like half of the list I'm excited about.
0: If you want to uh visit the White House, tours are resuming. In the White House, they were paused during COVID. They will return, I think. You uh, d-
1: you've done that, haven't you? Next
0: week. Yeah, I did. It was one of the last things I did before COVID. I was in I was in Washington D.C. like on March 1st. Did did you see the ketchup on the walls? There was not any ketchup visible on the walls that day. I can't tell you if there was or there wasn't. Atari is getting a massive historical game collection for its 50th anniversary. So I was thinking earlier this week, I thought, is Pole Position available for my iPad? Some of these old classic games, Galaga, Asteroid, Donkey Kong. And so I'm hoping that they're coming out in the Atari console collection as part of their 50th anniversary. Like start with Pong, bring out some of the other games, and I think that would be wonderful.
1: Yeah, the minute you said "asteroid," Dennis Cook's ears popped up, and he he knew exactly the reference you were making.
0: Sure. And a man makes thirty four thousand dollars a month by letting people wake him up however they want. A man from How Australia, thirty four thousand dollars a month. He is making money in his sleep by charging people to wake him up, and he's racking up thirty four k a month. He's a social media influencer. He came up with a clever way. To earn a bit of extra cash, and rigged his bedroom with speakers, lasers, and a bubble machine. So you go to the website, and then you choose. You even get to pick the song. Like if you want to wake him up with a particular wake-up song, you get to pick the song, and then you get to watch him online wake up, and then you pay for the privilege of doing that.
1: It's weird, but hmm. that's a lot of money. I mean, is I, a lot of. Money. I would consider, yeah.
0: You consider pay.
1: paying for it or no, being for doing it? Yeah,
0: people pay money for far grosser things online. So I don't know it strange. No, it's at all. I'm just saying. Yeah, this is. Uh, I should have thought of this. Is my thing. We should pay yeah.
1: him to listen to our show. Gotta
0: up. <laughs> gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question coming up here on In the Nose. You mean to tell me? <laughs> Sorry, I won't recite all of Joe Dirt. Um. I just want to hear this side. Think, Joe Dirt. And I immediately go into fireworks mode. Did you know, Sam? You'll love this. Japanese ATMs sterilize cash before dispensing it. I like that. Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> Look at it. Here's what face. I'd like He's to like, know: oh, yeah. is do the ATMs themselves sterilize it, or is the cash sterilized before it goes into the ATM? It's probably like a little
1: spray that they put on it as it comes through the little. S-
0: yeah, you wonder, because, like, you know, if you just sterilize it and then you put it in there, then somebody comes along and touches it. Well, you know, you, you, you...
1: sterilize a lot of
0: things. Well, that's that's why that's was...
1: what we need. We need to figure out like the because that's always what I hate is when you go into the store, the little pin pad. I think
0: how many people touch that, you know, put in your code <laughs> back during back during the pandemic. We had a. Uh, uh, people were a lot more diligent in wiping those things off. You know, retailers, oh, yeah. you know, no they'd wipe them the down. Uh-huh. And now it's been like, ah, nah, you're on your own. Uh-huh. Good luck. You know, we're back yeah, I'm to I'm, like, just, using,
1: uh, like, the back of my hand <laughs> to do it so I don't have to touch it. Yeah, no, I don't. Here's
0: today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to two seven zero two five nine. Six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand, I guess I probably should dig out the water cooler question. What do you guys think? Can we just make one up? Mm, well, we could, but then I wouldn't necessarily know who the winner is and isn't because I wouldn't know the correct answer.
1: Seventeen percent of people say they want to do this on their first day of school. There you go hmm.
0: <laughs> go uh can't be go home that'd be higher than seventeen percent uh-huh. here it is uh thirty three percent of us. This but won't admit to it. 33% of us eat this but won't admit to it. 270 259 6000. 270 259 6000. 33% of us eat this but won't admit to it. <laughs> uh, uh, we both have the same answer. I mean, okay. what
1: else? Can you, I mean, uh, it's probably not going to be correct. Yeah, we I'm, both have
0: I'm the like, same whatever. answer. I'm like, whatever. Bialik talks Jeopardy fans who tell her deeply insulting things, but with a big smile. You know, the people who give the backhanded compliments. Uh-huh. I think a celebrity, I think person in the media, celebrity and politicians are the only people that think that people think they can just be rude to and they have to uh-huh. take it. Uh-huh. Like when you, when you talk to people who work in television, especially the notes they get from people, about their appearance or that dress looks horrible on you or it's like like just because we appear in your home on your device doesn't mean you know be nice she said one of the most common remarks she gets from fans is we don't prefer you to ken oh yes we do i don't know who these people are speaking for but they're not speaking for me i prefer her to ken Jennings. I, 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 I thought you were talking about Halle. No. She said uh, she shared another backhanded remark like I saw you in a magazine I was very confused you looked pretty. Okay. So <laughs> So you all both down both wrote an answer very quickly and we're both at the same answer. Yes. Dee, 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 dee. Oh, no i wondering if it no.
1: would have been something that we would have written down.
0: No, it's not. It's not stuff on the floor.
1: Oh, okay, that's not
0: what we put. No, no I mean. but I liked that one. The stuff on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in sweet corn Pringles? Is not. Is not. <laughs> the oh, correct that's answer. that's funny. Can I take a strong assumption as you <laughs> sent that in? Yes. <laughs>
1: Does his name rhyme
0: with look <laughs> as his last name? <laughs> yes. Uh, the Who's the Boss sequel with Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano is landing on Amazon's Freebie. Amazon has a thing called Freebie.
1: Learn something new every yeah.
0: day. I didn't know this. The view scroll. Yeah, I don't it spend is. enough time on Prime Video. I think
1: it's like yellow with black lettering. I'm not
0: sure. There are too many of these. Tubi and... The project reuniting original stars Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano and executive produced by Norman Lear has landed at Amazon v for development. I will not watch this under any circumstance.
1: There's very good chance. Well, in fact, I'm not watching it either. Probably for different reasons. More just because I don't really care.
0: I like Tony Danza just fine. I won't watch anything Alyssa Milano is in. <laughs> I didn't know you had strong opinions on Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano has decided that she wants me to know more about her politics than her acting. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to have, I don't have to have either. So there you go. The next James Bond film is still two years away from production. They say that we're reinventing him. James Bond producer Barbara Broccoli, Chup and Broccoli, has revealed that it will be at least two years before the next. 007 movie begins filming, and that the task of finding an actor okay. to replace Daniel Craig hasn't begun because it's a reinvention of Bond. Well, yeah, it's going to have to be. So have they talked to
1: you yet? No,
0: they haven't, but... Well, maybe... They've got two d- years to figure it out. I expect I a call from them any day.
1: I did look, and I noticed that Dennis Cook's IMDb page, it had dropped in the <laughs> ranking, but now it has risen, so... Is potentially... It's back up? Th- it rose like 3 million spots. So I'm wondering, is he... Overnight? Yeah. Is he potentially, that the reason? That IMDb's caught wind, that he's going to be the next bomb?
0: <laughs> Maybe. I guess it's certainly a possibility. Uh Are you ready for the... Yeah. We do not have a correct answer. Huh. The correct answer. Hot dogs. What? Hot dogs. 33% of people won't what? say they eat hot dogs, well, but I they think- do. Think hot dogs are crushed. Ah. One third of us enjoy eating hot dogs, but don't, but won't admit it.
1: Mine were so much more fun.
0: We, what both, yours? we both said boogers. I figured you are, but the way you all look like
1: sardines, <laughs> mountain oysters, nail clippings. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Yeah, let's yeah. not go ooh. mountain right? oysters. That's yeah. lower, that's higher than 33%. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got Char Toppers, Point to Ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, and more ahead here on In the Know. Oh
1: just hold
0: your own Kimby's grow. point to ponder for today holiday Friday or holiday Monday what's better hmm.
1: I don't know probably I'm gonna go Monday
0: you are <laughs> so see I kind of feel like I'm being cheated by a holiday on a Monday because uh-huh. you know if you really it's just like Late on a holiday on a Monday, like, i got to go back to work tomorrow. So it's kind of like I need a reentry day. So, as a matter of fact, I'm thinking I might just take off on Tuesday. So that way I can really feel Uh like Monday is a holiday. Uh You see what I'm saying? If you have your holiday on Friday and you're off on Saturday, then you can go, okay, I had my holiday. I can look forward to it. Does
1: that mean Dennis and I are hosting on Tuesday then? Just us two? I was going to be nice and put it all out the calendars, but, yeah, go ahead.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, really, nobody's doing anything anyway. Can't get anybody to do anything next week. Ah, we're traveling. Everybody's going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Ah. Nope. Got people on vacation. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. I heard that a time or two. (laughs) On television tonight, Bravo has Southern Charm, a special episode featuring bonus footage, extended scenes, and never-before-seen content, plus a new episode. Is this something I need to know about? Southern Charm?
1: I'm I, not sure I have ever even turned on the channel Bravo. Really? <gasps> really? I don't know what Bravos. what I ever would have really? watched You'd on You'd be Bravo. surprised, I think.
0: The series I watched more of the American Book of Secrets last night, uh-huh. and I watched two episodes of The Love Boat.
1: There you go, so I, I helped you yep. helped you out there with I Google. I watched the
0: first two episodes, season 1, episode, season 1, episode 1 and 2 of The Love Boat last night. Okay. You only watched two? Yep, just two. Are they 30 or an hour? They're Well, compressed down, they're like 42 minutes oh, okay. because it, right. well, was an, it was a one-hour show. Okay. And, uh, but you take the commercial content out of it, it's down about 42, maybe a little longer. The dialogue is so slow on old TV. And then something I never realized about The Love Boat is they are actually vignettes of, it looks like to, by, to be about four different screenplays. So I knew the construct of, the love boat was various guest stars. So it was different guest stars all the time. And they really came out of the gate strong with some big, like some big stars from that era. And so it's, it's all these stories are overlapping or running simultaneously on their week on the cruise, but they don't really overlap because in the credits, you'll see each there's four different vignettes and each one of them are titled something differently. And they were written by, the screenplays were written by someone different. So mm-hmm. you basically have a four-act play inside each episode of The Love Boat. So I thought it was kind of interesting. J.J. Walker was in the second episode last night. Uh, Jacqueline Smith. Sherman Hemsley from the Jeffersons was on there. I walked through. Because uh, I, yeah. I thought, <laughs> yeah. this is
1: The Love Boat, but I just kept on walking.
0: Listen, honey, there is time for you to get on The Love Boat no. if you'll oh, get almighty, on. No. I'm only two episodes in. There's time for you. Mm -mm. I don't want you to be left stranded on the dock. No, I I don't want you to be standing on the pier during the sail away party, waving me as I go out on the love boat to go through Mm -hmm. these episodes.
1: I mean, you've only got what? How many episodes to go?
0: I'm thinking the love boat ran for like eight seasons, maybe eight or nine Mm -hmm. seasons. What you said yesterday was like two forty or something. It was a bunch. It was a high number. Uh, Today's highlight in history: this date in 1982. The proposed Equal Rights Amendment to the U.S. Constitution expired. It wasn't ratified by enough states, so it expired. 1958, the U.S. Senate passed the Alaska Statehood Bill, 64 to 20. 250. 250. Birthdays today, really not a lot. David Allen Greer, 66. Vincent D'Onofrio is 63. He's from Law & Order. Mike Tyson is 56. 56. I'm a marauder. Cole Swindell is 39, Fantasia Barino is 38, and swimmer Michael Phelps is 37 today. Gone, but not forgotten. Really, nothing to report. There was nobody on there that I But well, I
1: did see this morning that uh, 51 years ago today was uh, Willy Wonka or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Really? Gene Wilders.
0: I saw somebody say uh, the other day, 51 yeah, years yeah, ago, that ooh, the original Willy Wonka was Squid Game before it was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Guess that makes sense. What is this? Sounds like a chart topper. We got multiple chart toppers. Because my jukebox rebooted. Uh Well, it is Thursday. That's right. That's when it happens. This is Ruby. By Richard Heyman. Number one in 53. Ruby. Ruby. Say Ruby over and over. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean,
1: not terrible.
0: David Rose, the stripper, number one this date in '62. Bada. Bada.
1: Ba-da. 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 Yeah, I heard Bada. I didn't say that. You There's
0: ought to never somewhat. play that in Pet Band? No. That would be we, funny.
1: We just played uh, Double <laughs> Down to Georgia instead. That
0: would set. be so funny. High school Sounds band like playing. sixty stripper music. It, it was. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you hear. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's what they use in all the movies, David Rose's mm-hmm. stripper. But it would just be funny to turn that into a fat band song. Well, what was that school? What's the school uh, over in eastern Kentucky that had all the, that they were the senior skits that went wrong last year? Hazard, wasn't it? It was at Hazard High School. I think
1: school. it was Hazard. Yeah, yeah I've but forgotten about that. They,
0: they probably use this song every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> The Raiders, Indian Reservation, number one, in 71. Some interesting style choices there. Uh-huh. This says the Raiders. I don't know when Paul Revere got out front, because I always mm-hmm. thought it was just Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, I got to throw some Oak Ridge Boys at you this, mo- this morning, too. I don't want June. I don't want the first half of the year to come to an end without, two, without some uh, like Oak Ridge boys. 1980, trying to love two women. That is, a, that is a good mustache on the right. I will admit, without a, a, a doubt. Joe, Joe has a strong and mustache game still to, to this day. Try hmm. to love two women.
1: If you were talking Mount it's Rushmore like of, of mustaches, chain. that might be on there.
0: Would you also put Raleigh Fingers in there?
1: Ooh. I mean, Mr. Red likes.
0: Now, this has got to be real people. Mr. Pringles. If we're going fictitious here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Millie Vanilli, baby, don't forget my number, Sam number one eighty nine. Tom Seller. Steve Harvey. Stylistically, you can't have a bunch of the same style though. Uh-huh. You need that that's why I threw Raleigh fingers out there, uh-huh, because with, uh-huh. with the handlebar and the mm-hmm. mustache wax and
1: Corky Miller, former catcher for the Reds.
0: Huh, that's, that's, I think that's, hey, listen, that's too he had inside a doing baseball. Strong mustache game. Alanis Morris at uninvited number one in 98. Bergie, big girls don't cry in 07. Justin Timberlake can't stop the feeling number one six years ago today. Alanis, if you ever get a chance to watch the documentary on HBO about her career, uh, it's time well spent. It's, uh, like it's from that Music Box series that they do, so it's, it's good. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. One joy scatters, a hundred griefs. One joy scatters, a hundred griefs. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B J M B, MB, and now you're in the know.